0: See, it all started one day when I was walking down the street.
1: Curse Cast with David Carl and RJ Montaño. David and RJ will take you through the latest recaps, news, and interviews from around New Mexico United Soccer. You can shoot us comments or questions at The Curse NM on Twitter, The Curse New Mexico on Facebook, or email the show at TheCurseNM at gmail.com. And now, a part of the Beautiful Game Network and recorded from the studios of ESPN Radio 1017, the team, here's David and RJ with The Curse Cast.
0: Good evening and welcome into the Cursecast. I'm R.J. Montano, sitting more than six feet away from David Carl and we are joined tonight by New Mexico United's Daniel Bruce. Daniel, thanks for taking time to join us today.
1: Hello, thank you for having me significantly more than six feet away as in we're not in the same room we're not in the same building uh we are socially distanced uh by a lot and brucey uh kind enough to join us on the line as well now we are live streaming this on twitch uh and the goal uh was to have this video cast as well we are finding that to be difficult uh so for those of you joining us on twitch hi thank you we love we see you we love you um sorry we couldn't show you a brucey right now visually but he's here on the curse cast and brucey we appreciate you coming on
2: i'm
0: here this is me looking sharp as ever <laughs>
1: it's not just some uh, some english imposter who sounds like him it's actually brucey we promise <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Brucey, things are a little weird right now. As we mentioned, uh, we should be playing a match tonight. It is the twenty fifth of March. Uh, we did have Vegas a match sk- scheduled tonight. Yeah, we should be playing against Las Vegas. Uh, how are you holding up, man?
2: I'm good. Um, obviously, very not ideal for everybody involved, um, both you know here at the club um, and further afield. You know, not just the state, but everyone, uh, both my home country and and the whole of the States. It's been obviously a difficult few weeks, but um, from what it seems, I think there's been a real uh, coming together of the general public to, uh, to be really sensible and kind of uh, fight things in, in, in the best way possible. Um, I think it's been cool to see people kind of come together and um, take responsibility into their own hands. So it's been a, it has been a strange time, obviously difficult without football, but we're doing all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we are. A little bit out of time. How, uh, how much interaction have you been able to have with your teammates? Uh, I know before we came on the line, uh, I think we heard Manny coming to say hi. Uh, but then he ran away when he heard that you were on the Curse cast. Uh, so how's that been?
2: Um, it's been good. Um, obviously, it's been very limited um, time around teammates. We haven't been able to train together. Um, obviously, haven't really been um, hanging out a huge amount together at all. The guys that that, that live um, in this area, closer together, obviously, you know, if anybody needs a a, a spare thing, borrowing from one another or a cup of tea, then there's more than happy to do it. But apart from that, it's been very limited as far as kind of socializing and hanging out. Um, We had a Zoom call, um, I'm sure some of you saw in a team chat yesterday, which was great. Um, But yeah, that's been about it, really
0: so you 've been here for uh, for a year now you've you've been able to be around Albuquerque for a year so how's that experience been for you
2: phenomenal um, it's been fantastic it 's an incredible place um, so many different kind of areas and things to, to do and things to see i haven't got to a number of those places that I, that I would like to um, but it's been brilliant the, the people I think make this place um, the, the energy that people bring not just not just the games but I mean just walking through downtown, you know, you'll, you'll speak to people and, and kind of form friendships and relationships where it doesn't quite happen like that in I don't think other the places. I mean, um, a lot of bigger cities, it can be very difficult, but I think the people here are very genuine, um, they want to, you know, find out about your life and it, and it makes you kind of humble yourself to, to, you know, find out about other people and ask questions. And I think that's a really incredible thing about this place.
0: And uh, you played for uh, Charlotte, the Charlotte 49ers in Conference USA. Uh, you, that's the same conference as UNM. So were you able to make a couple of trips out to Albuquerque before signing with United?
2: I did twice. Twice, actually, yeah. And how was your
0: perception from from then and and then now? Did it change? Uh, What what was that like?
2: Um, It did change. It did change a lot. I, I, uh, you know, when we came, admittedly, when we came for those two times to play uh, UNM, I did not enjoy coming to New Mexico. And (laughs) No offense to anybody. I didn't play particularly well. Um, they they had good a good team a good setup. Obviously, we we were just from the airport straight to the hotel, and I uh, I just never I never enjoyed the trip. Um, it wasn't an enjoyable trip for me. Uh, I think that had to do with soccer as well. But now now being here um, for a year, um, it's funny. I I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I can genuinely say that I would not want to be anywhere else. And it's no. been a huge huge learning curve for me to to. You know, remember how little we are in control a lot of the time, and sometimes you know you have to be willing to, to push yourself.
1: And you're a man about town. I've seen you at coffee shops. I've seen you walking down the street. Uh, you, you, I think you're up there with uh, with Cody competing for best dressed on the club, just on a typical daily basis. Uh, it seems like you've kind of adopted it, the city, the town, the state as your own. Is that something that you expected? I mean, you mentioned you didn't particularly enjoy your trips to New Mexico prior.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've always, wherever I've been, you know, whether it be my hometown, Warrington, um, whether it will be in Charlotte, North Carolina or here, I've always wanted to try and immerse myself in the culture as much as possible. Uh, I'm uh, you know, learn new things and um, discover new kind of habits and attitudes and, uh, and, and spend time with people because ultimately uh, a huge, huge part of life is just, you know, being with people and, and, and helping people and making, you know, the most of that day as far as forming friendships and relationships and um it's just been a, a really really cool place to do that
1: yeah absolutely and let's get a little bit into your uh, your football fandom we were mentioning before we came on stream here uh you are a wolves fan die hard you die came by hard. that honestly didn't you
2: oh yeah um my dad was a uh, was a rugby player, really? He, he he enjoyed football, but but wasn't a big football footy guy. Um, he was more of a rugby guy. And I think I, I was always football. I always wanted to play football my whole life. The big te- Manchester United were the big team at the time. City were coming up, and Arsenal Liverpool. But it, I think he had the attitude: play football. You can play football if you want. I have no problem. But. If you're going to play football, you'll be a Wolves fan. You will be a lifelong Wolves fan. And I've stuck with them. Thick and thin. More thin. But <laughs> Hey,
1: they're I- looking pretty good right now. But well, they would be if they were playing.
2: I think um, Nuno is an unbelievable manager. Seems to have got the uh, the guys going, the guys playing. I think with no COVID, we could be Champions League this year. We could be fourth spot. I fully believe it. I fully believe it. Yeah. Um, right. But now with these complications, I'm not too sure. I actually didn't read uh, the latest lot of the Premier League today.
1: But I'm well, you uh, you only have to be fifth to be in the Champions League now with uh, with what's what's happened with City.
2: Yeah, I saw that actually. Yeah, that is sad. Um, I don't know. I still don't know if that's going to be lifted or not. I guess they're still in kind of process there. But
1: well, they've they've got more money than UEFA, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if it was. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll
1: be, I'll be yeah. Well, uh, kind of get into some of the questions that we've got from people here. There's uh, several people posting questions in the Twitch chat. And folks, if you're watching on Twitch, feel free to ask your questions in there. Seeing one from Upper90ABQ. Uh, since everybody's stuck at home, what's the mandate that Troy expects each day as far as fitness is concerned?
2: Yeah, good question. Um, so we have a phenomenal relationship with Elevates, which is uh, a local gym here in Albuquerque um, with fantastic trainers, fantastic people, and they have formed a partnership with the club, and they send us through an app called True Coach Workouts Every Day. So it's usually um, a run, a lift, or a workout flow, and it's uh, kind of a combination of different uh, movements that, that we all we'll do and then we log into the app and and approve um the only unfortunate thing is it has to be done pretty much on your own Uh, it's so much better to train and work out uh, and push yourself physically when you're with guys because obviously you can just push harder you can hold each other accountable You you can you know, do more with a group, but um, this is making the best of a bad situation. Um, and honestly, I think we could all say, uh, we're staying in very good shape. Um, without there's no doubt about it, there's no kind of just sitting around doing nothing. I think every lad is up in the morning and uh, working hard, so um. We'll hit the ground running when we're
1: back. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Andrew Bolte in chat. He's a Rochdale fan. Uh, so he wants to know what you think about the Luke Matheson signing. Obviously, he's on loan uh, at Rochdale right now.
2: Yeah, I've uh, I watched Luke play, I think, two or three times now. Obviously, in the FA Cup games where he really had his, his, his breakthrough. Um, scored against United away at Orlando. I was excited when we signed him. I think it's great. Obviously, we're signing big, big. Portuguese stars that are proven from overseas but I do want water to start plugging into the kind of uh, younger market obviously 16, 17 years old from Rochdale quite near me really um, and he seems like a good little player. He wants to, he wants to get after it. He wants to, to get stuck in. He's not really afraid. He's not phased um, by situations. So I'm pretty excited about that. I think we'll, we've signed him. Uh, we'll probably loan him back, I would think, just to get a bit more experience and continue to play and get minutes under his belt. But I think it's a very exciting uh, signing. I think as far as proving young players, it's great that Wolves are getting into that market now. I'm excited.
1: And he's only 17. Uh, Lindsay asks, what has been your favourite fan moment?
2: Favorite fan moment? Um, well, I think that, I mean, there's been some amazing kind of like, there have been some great t played. I love Brucey with Bruce Almighty. Obviously, those are fantastic. But I think, honestly, I can genuinely say that, that making my professional debut on Cinco de Mayo and walking out on, on May the Pit, um, in front of just shy of 15,000 people to have the whole collective New Mexico United fan group there all together in one voice in one union was absolutely uh, amazing it was a moment I will never ever ever forget so um, I love the, uh, the the, the and the after the game speaking with fans and high in everyone I'll try and do that as much as possible but when all the fans come together uh, and you guys are all um, in unison that is something that that us guys will never ever forget
0: one of my favorite moments uh, was the uh, the game against Colorado Rapids in the Open Cup that was a phenomenal game and you were in that what was that like because that was the first MLS team that we've kind of played, and we were kind of going yeah. right at them.
2: Um, it was it was a it was a, good, it was a great experience. Yeah, I, I loved it. I was I, I remember being obviously I found out I was starting that day um, for a you know first year pro in the Open Cup to come out and play against an MLS side. I didn't expect that for the, for the start of that year, and um, it was a great moment for me. And I was almost so encapsulated in the moment and, and on the field and, and thinking about you know all my jobs to do it was difficult to kind of really take in what was happening uh, outside and around but it was uh, obviously a brilliant team performance the way the team came together and to see us really come back like that um, I think it's one that of, one of, yeah it was one of the highlights of last year for me as well.
0: Yeah, and it seemed – that match in particular seemed like you had a little something extra that day. Like, you were – were, you were, you're usually really fast, really quick, but you seemed to have an extra step. It Was there just the fact that you were playing an MLS team? Was it what, – what, what was that?
2: I think I started – I started the game well, if I remember. The first yeah. 10 minutes, the ball was on our right-hand side a lot. Um, it came down our side, and we uh – I think there was just a. Sometimes that's just the way it goes. It's not necessarily um, anything to do with the quality of play. It just we saw more of the ball down that right-hand side, and it was opening up. and getting behind. Um, I mean, I remember in 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 the second half, I played a poor ball back um, to to one of our centre backs, and and you know they go through and score. So for all the good endeavors that happened down on the right hand side in the first half in the second half you know I had a moment that was that was I wanted the the, the ground to eat me up in that moment so mm. it was a two and pro game I think for myself it was kind of great in moments and then obviously I had a, a, a moment that wasn't my best but it I mean we came through and came together as a team and I think as far as team performances, that is surely up there with one of the best um, that, that last season had.
1: Upper ninety ABQ asks, "Who was your hero as a child?" In in the game in soccer, I think that's what he's asking. Let's assume
2: Ronaldinho, huh. without a doubt. Um, he's. I have a signed picture of, of him on my wall. Have them since I was a little kid. Um, I don't play anything like him. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will be, you know, I mean, obviously, quality-wise, but I mean, style-wise, um, nothing like the guy. But I mean, just growing up watching this guy, the way he would control the ball, the way he would control the game, the fans, the the ability to to drive forward, his technique was just outstanding, and I. I remember just being mesmerized by this guy. I would watch a video of him on YouTube and I would just go straight to my garden and just, just do exactly what he'd done. <laughs> and I'd just keep trying to do it and try and do it. I never got there, but. We'll
1: try. I think we all try and be Ronaldinho to, to varying levels <laughs> of success. Uh, not very successful on my end. Um, Alex Mansfield uh, talks about your Sacramento goal last year, uh, which was one of the goals of the season, uh, worldy. Um, but besides that goal, what's the best goal you've ever been on the pitch for, for or against? Oh, on the pitch for against. And it's funny you're having trouble answering this because he says, "Sorry to put you on the spot."
2: No, no, it's a good question. It's a really good question. There's a lot. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't on the field, but I did. I mean, the goal. I mean, sorry to bring it up, but the goal that knocked us out last year um, from Sacramento. That the technique needed to finish that on the ball through to to break one touch first time bottom corner. Yeah. That that is unbelievable technique. That that is just absolutely phenomenal. The uh, the way that he's managed to to strike that first time bottom corner. I know it was against us, but I do remember thinking at the time, what a goal. Um, I think. Phew. Last year, Dev scored a great goal last year where Manny's got the ball in and he's run across the front man. I believe it was either either the second goal or for the hat-trick and he's gone across his man and headed it. And we watched that in training after and all the lads were just like, wow, that's a phenomenal goal. I mean, I've only had one year in in the professional game, so I'm trying to rack my brains thinking about goals. Uh, I do remember you said we were playing Vegas away tonight where well, we were meant to be last year we played Vegas away I didn't actually play in that game but their first goal was, was an absolute cracker to be fair I do remember
1: that it was and let's never talk about that last Sacramento goal again uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've learned from I've learned from Chingon Records uh, on Twitch asks if you had to send one of your teammates into a wrestling match against Adama Traore who would you choose?
2: none of them I don't want any of them to die <laughs> Myself, I'll sacrifice myself.
1: Well, what a gentleman.
2: Priore you know, says Traore says that he doesn't lift any weights. And his teammates have said we've never seen him in the gym. That can't be true.
1: Nobody that is just be. that genuinely large. Nobody.
2: That's an absolute farce. If he is if he's never lifted a weight, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen I've ever heard in my life. If I had to choose one of my teammates, it would probably be Phil. Um, he's a big boy big big German keeper I mean this guy's flying out at me one on one in training and I'm letting him have the ball Uh, I think I'm a tough lad but he is is something else
1: yeah All right, Uh, Ben, Gentle Ben says how are you melding with the new players on the squad
2: great they're a group of really really good guys Um, I mean I've only been able to, to Chapter Joris, obviously, for a matter of days because he's uh, he been having visa stuff and obviously he can't come back now. But um, it's been sad for him that he hasn't been around because he's a, he's a great player and great guy as well. I've not connected well with him, but um, all the guys, Rome, Amando, um, obviously Kay, really, really nice guys. Um, Naj and Tinny live together, they're a great little pair. So I, I think that, that, you know, Troy knows he signs good players, which they are all phenomenal players, um, but as far as good, good young men, um, they are equally fantastic, yeah.
1: As, as are you, sir. Uh, one more question here from Alex Mansfield says, uh, Santi Moar was pretty well entrenched on the left side last year, so you spent most of the season either making cameos or playing down the right. What's your preferred side, and where do you think you fit best in Troy's system?
2: My preferred side is, is definitely the left. Um, I can come in. I like to cut in. Everyone, everyone likes scoring goals. You, you have to score goals. Yeah, and, of course. And, and there's more chance. My left foot is my left foot is absolutely horrendous. Uh, <laughs> I'm only. I'm only two-footed when I tackle, so I'm I'm putting in on my right, trying to shoot with my right. That's that's where I score goals most. So obviously that's where you enjoy playing the most. Um, but I, I I equally like I love playing down the right. I, I'll obviously if it's if it's uh, right or nothing, then I'll, I'll play on the right without sure. a doubt. It's uh, I'll you know try and get in behind, try and whip balls in. Uh, I'm, I doubt I'm coming in and shooting with my left. But, I mean, it's I, I wherever enjoy sure Troy
1: decides to put you, right?
2: I think so, really. I, I mean, yeah, definitely. If, if one guy is really, you know, he's firing and training, scoring goals looking good, more than likely you, you'll want him on the left to really kind of penetrate and get him behind. Um, and so if that's the case, to balance it out, you might put me on the right just to have kind of a bit more defensive surety and let nothing come down the line. But Sure. He,
1: he, 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 I mean, Sure. Um, G says, outside of the Premier League in the UK, what teams do you follow in the other European leagues? Hmm. Uh, so me, me personally, I only, as far as the European leagues go, the only one I follow is the Premier League. So I wouldn't have an answer to this.
2: Yeah, it's tough. I think obviously since Phil came to the locker room, I do keep an eye on Bayern Munich. He's a big Bayern fan, so I'll come in and tell him how Wolves played, and he'll come in and tell me how Bayern played. So vicariously, I keep up with Bayern. Um, that's honestly probably. It. I have a couple of old teammates that play for Montpellier in France. Mm-hmm now and then I'll, I'll see them because he because a couple of them have gone back there but um I like to watch I mean I love to watch the Rails, the Barca's Sure. You can't I, I mean if El Clasico's on me and Juan are at his house we watch the last one together we'll always watch the El Clasico's or if Barca are playing someone you know we'll always watch the Champions League obviously any team on them will watch it but as far as like really intently following um yeah i
1: would say i I wouldn't i don't i think just wall the wall the wall to me all right rj do you have any other ones for
0: yeah uh so laney girl abq asked one but i want to ask a question first uh on this team there's only been one match played and there's this long break right now but what was the and what do you think is uh the biggest uh i don't know the best part of this team what's the strength of this year's squad
2: I think this year we have a sounds slightly cliche but we have a a collective uh a collective attitude in the team a, a collective like common goal I think that Last time tell- someone
1: said collective on our podcast they got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to explain that.
2: Uh, um yeah it's I think an attitude of, of we're putting pride behind us. We're putting, you know, self-identity and, and self-want behind us and, and just committing to the team. Um, obviously, it's difficult losing your first game. Um, I, I think we can all admit in certain areas. We know we can play better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, if if we, die, we dissect the game and watch it back like on video a lot of time. were some great moments that came out of that um, footage in that game. Uh, I think if you watch the last 10 minutes, it's, you know, it's crazy how we haven't managed to find the back of the net, but saying that, that's uh, something we can work on, you know, having that final killer instinct, the defence look so good and and put our body on the line and um, we need that going forward as well, but I think, yeah, the the togetherness of the squad, the, the, uh, the, the willingness to work is something that is so present in this squad um, yeah and I think that that's probably the, the, the foremost of my mind
0: okay and Laney girl's question was uh, how do you think this break is going to affect the team chemistry is it is it going to bring you guys closer together is it kind of making things a little harder I think
2: I think it's gonna. I think honestly, we're, we're using it to bring us together. It could easily, uh, it could easily break break teams apart. You know, less contact, less. Um, you're not seeing guys. You're not forced to see guys. You're not all in the same room together. But I mean, look, we're, we're on FaceTime with each other. We're texting each other all the time. How's this workout going? How was the day today? How's this? Uh, we had the Zoom chat yesterday all the, the lads there, and I mean the first. The first, you know, portion of that meeting w- wasn't a set, you know, this is what we're talking about, this is official meeting. It was just us getting together and having a chat and having a laugh. Um, and I think that that's so important. It didn't seem in that group chat that there was any distance. It didn't seem that there was any um fractions at all. It, it just seemed like a normal team meeting. We're coming back in and getting work done. I think it's great. Um, there's different assignments as far as video clippings and uh, and talking that we have to do with different coaches. So we're all staying busy and staying fit. And I think it's just business as usual today.
1: All right. Billy Anthony on Twitch asks, "Where's the best fish and chips or other any other English food in Albuquerque?" Two fools. There you best go. Fish
2: and chips. Two fools.
1: Alright, that's that was definitive. I've been there. I've had their fish and chips. Very good. Very good. Um, Alex Masfield uh, says, how do you feel about the USSF's decision to postpone the US Open Cup? Well, uh, oh, we just asked that question. Sorry. That was, we already, did we ask that? We asked that. I've been reading. Um, how's Troy's Fitness? That's what uh, Jerry Renau asked how Troy's Fitness is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Troy's Fitness. Um... Uh... You know what? I think Troy is actually a fit guy, but he doesn't need to show it in training. And I'm not saying this to be <laughs> that guy, but he doesn't need to show it in training because his feet are that good. Really? Honestly, I, I try and I try and get close to him in training when he plays and comes in at left back. And I try and get close to him. And I, I can't, I can't. It's like it's like Ryan and Juan Like, just he just seems to like float about and just pass the ball here and there. And I can't really get close to him. So I'm sure he is a fit guy, but his technique and the way that he plays the game is so clean and so sharp that you don't. He doesn't really need to use it to be honest.
1: What's it like to have a coaching staff who can still play the game? You know, Zach can still play, Troy can still play, Brandon can get in there. What's that like? Um. It's, it's annoying.
2: <laughs> it's annoying. I'm not going to lie because, I mean, they'll come in and, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the stand doesn't drop when they're in there um, at all and that is an impressive thing and I think it's, that's something that, I think is actually important. Uh, you can't be stood on the sideline telling people what to do if you couldn't do it in the first place. Yeah, obviously, the more you get older, your body starts to deny you but the fact that those two can play and have played at very high levels and have achieved great things in their career is, yeah, it is something that I think helps the squad. It holds us accountable because these guys are doing it in in training. So there's no reason why we should.
1: So uh, to that end, Alex Masfield uh, asks, you have to pick Zach or Troy in your five-a-side team. Who is it?
2: Well, who are the other players? That, that matters a lot.
1: <laughs> All right, no, you, uh, you have to, it's your first pick. You, you have to start your team with one of those guys.
2: Oh, man. Um, well, I think, I think Zap got forward a bit more in his career. So if I'm playing forward, I would need someone with a bit more composure at the back, shall we say. So I'll probably, I'll probably go with Troy, put Troy at left back.
1: Alright, so right after this we're gonna tag Zach and tell him that you think he's a terrible player. We got it.
0: You
1: do, do that, man. <laughs> Uh DJ basketball,
0: we'd go with Peter Davis, I think.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> that dude's enormous. Uh DJ O says, uh Hey Brucey, how long are you planning on growing the lettuce out? Are you growing it out until the season starts? Is this already playoff hair? Funny
2: funny question. I I so I've had medium long hair for years. Years now. And so I didn't know 100% if I was going to be playing again. You know, after college, it was kind of in the, in the balance a little bit. And so I kind of needed, I was like, right, well, if I'm graduating, I need to get a big boy haircut and cut my hair and, and get job interviews and stuff. But now that I'm playing for a couple more years, uh, I don't really mind. So I'll probably go back to having medium long hair for a bit. I do need it cut. I was, go- I was actually planning on getting it cut this week, but with all that's been going on, uh, I can't. But um, I got it cut a couple of times over Christmas. Just to-
1: well, enjoy it while you can, because I used to have hair that length as well, uh, and then I had to cut it because I had a big boy job, <laughs> and you've seen... Uh, it's it's kind of slowly disappeared. Uh, so enjoy that hair.
2: Oh, I will, mate. That was very kind. <laughs>
1: uh, Sendler NM asks, "What's your plan after your soccer career? Coaching? Any plan? Any interest in coaching in a decade or two?
2: It's very kind. You suggesting my career will last a decade or two? I am. Uh, I I'm not sure. Um, I, I do. I've been I've been working kind of with Zach here and there on, on the HPP um, program, um, the high performance program we have at New Mexico United, and working with some of the kids and, and learning kind of the logistics of coaching and publications and journalism from you in Charlotte. But I do think love the game this much that uh, it probably just makes sense to, to, to coach uh, and to kind of bring up and, and learn to encourage the next generation uh, in enjoying the game and, and, and spreading that so I do think that I'll probably head down the coaching
1: nice. coaching. I think that would I think that would fit you well um we have uh we talked a little bit today, and we saw on social media the gratitude talks that's something that you guys do regularly yeah. um and and the topic of conversation in that gratitude talk was something that you miss what is something that you miss about kind of how things would normally be if it weren't for for covid nineteen right now um
2: <clears throat> i do i think a lot of things, obviously coming in every day and, and seeing every guy and, and saying hi and just that kind of collective camaraderie. Um, I think the probably the number one thing that I missed that I didn't realise I was missing was kind of figuring out problems together. Um, you know, we come in and after a 1-0 loss first game of the season, not ideal, uh, and we're all we all come in and we watch video, and the questions posed to us as a squad at the first, you know, before anyone said anything, how how do you feel the game went? What are your thoughts? And kind of guys just you know saying how they feel, how they genuinely feel of their performance, others' performances. Um, we went through a very difficult patch last season, kind of in, in the middle of last season, and we went we were on a tough run of games, struggling to find good performances, and and. We knew that the answers were in that locker room. That there was no, you know, movement of players. The answers were here. We had to figure it out together. And that that coming together and trying to figure out problems together and work through stuff, whether it be just things in training, you know, just a quick conversation with Salih on the side about how I'm going to get behind the defence or um, in the game, you know, last minute we need a goal, how we're going to figure it out, or after a game dissecting where did we go wrong, how can we get better. I think that there are things that that I really miss in that kind of sense of coming together as a squad and trying to figure things out.
1: I would imagine that's a really, really great way to get to know your teammates, to understand kind of their mindset uh, and just know them better, not just as teammates, but kind of as individuals, as people.
2: Yeah, definitely. And also to know yourself better. Mm. Um, how can I, how can I better speak to my teammates? Uh, how can I help my teammates speak to each other better? How can ha, you, you see things that you want to emulate? Guys like Juan, Juan Pablo Guzman in, in the locker room. What an unbelievable example for every young man playing the game to, to, to see a guy who, his communication on and off the field is better than anything I've ever experienced before. Um, just so clear, concise, says what he means, doesn't let emotion influence what he's he's trying to say, gets his gets his point across phenomenally well and um, so learning things like that, like you say, yeah, is is invaluable for a young lad like myself.
1: Yeah. Uh- Tyler Ortega in the Twitch chat wants to know who your favourite current England international is and I think he's searching for someone in particular but I won't say who that is <laughs>
2: I know he wants me to say Kane yeah he uh, does who obviously is a fantastic goalscorer um, proven brilliant England captain I thought he was amazing at the World Cup um there's been guys who performed well for England in the World Cup who haven't performed, I don't think, as well recently in the league, which is kind of a switch of what history would write, like Pickford and, and Harry Maguire, I think, both been playing well. Um, but, I mean, it's his birthday today, Jalen Sancho. Uh, ben Sancho, he looks exciting. Uh, young I, talent. I, I think so. I'm glad he hasn't come back to the Premier because I think... I don't know if he'd be getting as consistent minutes as he is at Dortmund. He looks exciting and when he played for England he scored he's I believe got an assist he looks sharp he looks ready kind of him and Sterling bombing on those wings look, looks exciting and a guy that I would like to have um, and um also, uh, it might seem a funny one, but Oxlade Chamberlain, if, if he, I think he's one that's on the verge of even but I think he should be in there. I think yeah. whenever he's come before, um, he's been phenomenal, um, I think he, he, he's a guy you can bring on, finish a draw out, win a game, he's... He's a great player and a guy who's come back from kind of hardship here and there. Just think, he's a really, really top
1: player. I think, I think Jaden Sancho. I agree with wholeheartedly. And you know, going out on loan, if you're going to go out on loan, it's not like he went to somebody in the f- somewhere in the fourth division in some random country. Yeah. He's playing for Dortmund and playing really well there. Uh, and then exactly. when it goes to to the Ox, I feel like he's this is this is his level. You know, people have been saying for six years, seven years that he's this he's finally going to make it. This he's going to make his move. I just think this is what he is, which is good. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a hell of a player, yeah. um, but well, I 100%. think people expect him to be much more than what he is, and and I think he's just del- he's delivered consistently with with what he is.
2: I think I think this season, yeah, definitely I, similar to kind of a James Milner and a guy sort of that I molded into myself this year coming in, like no he knows his his limitations as a player and he knows his qualities and I think this year we've really seen him kind of mature into that kind of player who comes on and shores up games for Liverpool and he scores important goals as well. People we forget that and I think um, he's a guy that, that should be on the plane next year.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's he's definitely a guy who can you can bring in in the 70th minute and he can lock it down for yeah. you. Agreed. Uh, David Ortiz uh, on Twitch says, "Brucey, do you partake in an occasional pint? If so, what's your go-to, and also, what's your favorite local pint?"
2: Um, Honestly, my whole life, I've I've never actually enjoyed beer a huge amount. To be honest, like all all my lads mates growing up, they would they'd love it, they'd get after it, and you know, I would kind of hang out with them wherever. And that's why
1: you're the professional footballer now.
2: (laughs) I don't know. There's a few professionals out there. Unfortunately, not on our team, but they push the boundaries. Um, but I'm still... My, the, my dad My dad always drank... Um, it's not the same as here. It's a different type of Cobra. It's in a big bottle, and you have it with a curry in England. Hmm. Um, always have it with, with an Indian, with a curry. So... That's his favorite, and, and I mean, he's not a huge drinker either, but that's what, that's what he would get, and I've had that a couple of times, and that's probably probably my favorite, but I'm really impartial. I don't, I'm not really fussy on beer at all.
1: Okay. Uh, Chris Walker in the chat uh, wants to know, what changes would you like to see take place in the USL Championship based on how the game is played back home?
2: Good question. Um, I mean some things that that take place that just that's just the way it is with the USL it can't be anywhere else I mean things as far as relegation promotion obviously those things are very exciting it's a fantastic part of the English game European game really but we just we just don't have the the infrastructure or the teams here to to be able to make that happen which is fully understandable and I think that what we do is probably the, the, the best of, of what, what we have. Um, and another thing like that is travel. Like, we, we, we fly to so many games hours away, the hotels, different place, different night, and that's difficult. But again, you can't really change that. And and how we've dealt with it by splitting up, you know, the, the two leagues and, and figuring it out that way is probably the best that we can do with that. So there's things that you, we kind of have to deal with and figure out... Um, But as far as uh, as far as changing them, that would be very hard to do.
1: All right, RJ. Anything? College. uh, College.
2: college, That's a different story. What do you mean? mean? College. I mean college. The college game of soccer. You have roll on, roll off subs which ruins the game of football because you can just bring on dogs to just run at defenses so defenses can't learn to play the game properly and they just update like, box yep uh, i mean you have a you have the referee the referee's timer is on a screen in the corner of the field uh, that's just absurd to me my whole life growing up the referee has kept the time he's the guy who has the responsibility of knowing genuinely on the field how long, you know, things have taken to happen, sometimes a stopwatch doesn't work, it's going off, as a buzzer beer. Those things I've just never grown up with. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I think that from what I've grown up with and can see, I think the college game could be improved if those things were.
1: We're there. All right. RJ, you want to take yeah. the next few? Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, Seek and Strike uh, asks uh, Is there any special way you greet another Englishman on the field uh, in the US or on your team in the USL? Any special greetings? Um, <sighs> Just a proper handshake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We don't really do much of the, the dabbing up thing in England. That's not to think. It's either probably a hug or a handshake. Um I think alright lads. We'll always say alright mate, alright lad. Um, I think that's probably the main difference. Not a huge amount of difference. Obviously I'll probably have a little bit more of a chat if it's the guy from from England, especially from near where I am. Um one of El Paso's keepers, uh Jay Forder, he's a guy uh, well liked in the USL people like him and after you know, when we played them I've always hit him up at the halfway line and, and he seems like a really genuine young man, so um yeah, I, I don't think there's a huge amount of difference, really. But I'll always give another English one a hug, and we'll have a little bit of a chat.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think let's make this one the last one uh, from the from the chat. Your thoughts on VAR?
2: Boo. You chose this one to be really last wisely.
0: Huh?
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. Because it's, it's, it's tough to argue with because if you're offside, you are offside. When it comes down, I mean, Wolves played Leicester and we cut a corner back and whipped it in and scored. And I, I had to walk out the room because I was so upset. It is I mean, the lad's lace was offside, the, the end of his toe. And I have internal wobble with this as well because he is offside. Like, there's no doubt about it, he's offside. The, but it's the end of his toe it's literally a shoelace and I'm not 100% sure if that technology that's in place like is that is that, can, is that 100% if they can see that can the Hawkeye really read that that is 100% I mean we're talking it's not even centimeters anymore it's literally millimeters the two lines that are together like is that a hundred percent onside or offside? I don't know if they actually have the technology to fully know that. So I think there should be a degree of, you know, a bit of sway here or there. I mean, then you get into the argument. Well, when you say there's a bit of sway, then there's still millimeters either side of that sway. Um, so I think they're they're doing the best they can. Um, the handball situation. I mean. That's still down to the, you know, preference either way. Mm There's still times when we'll watch every single angle and nobody really knows as it hit his hand or not. Even the player himself sometimes, like the balls hit me in the side and I'm like, I, I genuinely don't know if it hit my, it hit my hand or not. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, we say it can say 100% either way. I'm not sure if it can. And I think there's certain things that have to be left to the discretion of the referees. Um, I mean, I remember just one example, Lorente in the Champions League last year. Yep. I, I mean, that. To me that hits his hand. It, it hits his hand. And I don't know how that's not been called as, as a free kick to Man City. I just I can't I can't see it at all. I know Tyler will be very upset at me at that one, but yeah, I think that that's his hand that's gone in and so it's still to the discretion of the referees. VAR can't say a hundred percent, so I don't know if we should be relying on that as much. We but should. I will hold my hand
1: I, agree.
2: I Calling for VAR, I was calling for it. Uh, I wanted it, so. Yeah, I, I never lie. was.
1: I, I've always hated. I've always hated the idea of VAR. Always have. Yeah. And what really gets me, I think the, the the play that gets me the most, that frustrates me the most when it comes to that, is on the on an offside play. I've seen this yeah. several times where a player's arm is offside. You can't play the ball with that. You literally yeah. that that. What's I honestly, the point? I don't even know the rule with
2: that. Like, what is is, is he offside or? Is, yeah. and his, he never used to be offside but.
1: right so if your if your arm is offside according to VAR any part of your body you're offside so an arm which you cannot play the ball with what's the point in that
2: that's farcical so i i don't agree with that at all i think that's ridiculous if you, if you can't if you're not allowed to touch the ball with that then you shouldn't be offside yeah but in the like where does your arm start?
1: Yeah, is it your shoulder? Is it halfway down your elbow? What is, is it?
2: Shoulder or is half shoulder, elbow? Is a half shoulder arm, half shoulder like trap? I don't, I don't really know. That's what I'm saying. There's so much left down to should be the ref's discretion. Yeah. Also, the part of me growing up loving the game was watching these celebrations. Like that made me fall in love with the game. If we get to a point where Players are scoring goals and kind of not really celebrating because they're like, oh, I don't really know if I was offside yeah. or not. Imagine that Aguero goal and it goes in and everyone just stands around for like 10 seconds. They're like, well, we don't really know if it was a goal or not. Let's just not celebrate in case. Imagine that. It's just That would just be, that's one of the greatest moments in sporting history, if not deep. Yeah. And I'm ruined by a piece of technology. I think I'm with you, but you were right from the start. I I had to change on mind because I
1: wanted. Well, and, and again, it's I think you're right, hitting the nail on the head with destroying the atmosphere in the stadium as well. Yeah. You know, everybody has to wait. Everybody has to see. Okay, that was a great goal, but it might not count. And then, in addition yeah. to that, um, they don't show the replay in the stadium anymore. It's, there's just a screen that says VAR check.
2: I went I went to a couple of games. I went to three games. Um, I went to Old Trafford, I went to the Etihad, and I went to Anfield. And at all stadiums, at all points, they were all singing. I won't sing on air, it's the crew, but they, they were singing against VAR. And this is even teams like Liverpool, it was going in their advantage against Wolves. They, they, they've got three decisions that went in their favour, but it took so long... They couldn't see it on the screen. They were just getting frustrated, left, right, and centre, and nobody was nobody in the stadium was behind it.
1: So, yeah, there was a, there was a match earlier this year it was an Arsenal match that I was watching. It may have actually been against Wolves, um, and Wolves won on a uh, VAR decision, and the Wolves fans were still singing "fuck VAR."
2: Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, and Liverpool was exactly the same way. They went they went two one up, and they were singing the same thing. Yeah. They they. And we had a goal this allowed. We had a goal this allowed, sorry. And they were singing exactly the same thing. They just couldn't care less. Just get on with the game.
1: Yeah, that's the way it should be. No VAR. No VAR. Uh, All right. Well, Daniel Bruce, thank you for taking the time to join us today. RJ, is there anything else you wanted to hit before we let Brucey go?
0: No, that's it. Brucey's been very generous with his time. I really appreciate it, Brucey. Thank you so much.
2: No, not at all. Thank you, guys. It's always great to connect with you guys. You do a phenomenal job for the club. And I would just like to say, I think, through all of this situation. Um, firstly I hope everyone is healthy and safe but the club has done a fantastic job of communicating to both players and fans alike, and yourselves of communicating kind of um, what the stance is, what the next plan is. It's such a fluid situation; it's been difficult for um, for all businesses, both in Albuquerque and further afield. And I think that that you guys and the club and everyone involved have done an incredible job of communicating what their stance is right now and what the precautions are, what it's going to look like they think in the next few days. And um, I just want to encourage the, the club in that sense. that It's doing a brilliant job, and, and yeah, I hope everyone is safe.
1: Well, Brucey, thank you. Uh, please let uh, your teammates know that all the fans here love them, miss them. Can't wait to see them soon. Um, I will and, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to join us today. We're going to be right back with segment two coming up on the CurseCast. Hey, it's New Mexico United defender Kalen Ryden, and you're listening to David and RJ on the CurseCast. United goes the curse will follow but when it comes to new mexico the curse will lead
0: when you join the curse a portion of your membership goes to help new mexicans from all across the state working with organizations like the read to me book drive birthday project nm watermelon mountain ranch cln kids new mexico casa q and so many more join the curse today and help us make new mexico a better place for tomorrow into the curse cast i'm arjun montano sitting a safe distance away from david carl and you just enjoyed daniel bruce in your ears how awesome was that interview david it was great
1: mate really great mate great to be here mate oh uh, sorry daniel sorry oh we we're supposed to hang up with him
0: <laughs> god that accent like every every time he speaks i'm just like man i wish i had that accent
1: everything he says like is so much smarter
0: it just sounds smarter. Like he could talk about farts and it'd sound just <laughs> brilliant. Jeez.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's just that's just the English accent. They they just come across as smarter than we are. But hey, we won in seventeen seventy six and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, undefeated Yeah, yeah. Um, So anyway, uh, we are here in segment two of the Curse Cast. We are, as we've mentioned uh, before, socially distanced uh, RJ, you are at home in your home studio uh, I am at home in my office here, which has been converted into a studio um, We're having fun, it's good uh, It's weird to not have New Mexico United We should be playing Las Vegas tonight um, And we are not RJ, what have you been doing to kind of get by in this time of uh, no United?
0: Uh, believe it or not school, a lot of school, yeah. uh, everything's kind of closed down. But, um, if you don't know, I'm in the, the, <laughs> the uh, paramedic program I was laughing at something in the chat, uh, and they are doing everything they can to get us out into the, uh, out into the field. So the medical schools are, are hustling right now. And that's, that's kind of consumed my
1: life. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's from, uh, you and I have kept in touch throughout this and, uh, it seems like that is just, it's. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's a it's yeah. a strange time to be in uh, in the medical field, too, um, because, yeah. you know, you're going to be out right out there on the on the front line. So be careful, please. I will do that. And uh, you've been busy as well. Yeah. Work's been work's been mad. I, for those of you who don't know, I work for a school district uh, and, um, you know, it's. Doing everything we can to make sure kids have food. um, Doing everything we can to make sure kids have a way to learn from home. So getting them uh, electronic devices. um, And just a lot of communication. Uh, I'm the communications guy for the district. So a lot of robocalls and emails and all that fun stuff. So it's been busy. It's been really busy.
0: And uh, the curse has been very busy. My phone has been blowing up like crazy with the curse chat, the leadership chat. And and that has been awesome.
1: Yeah. And uh, I got to... get kudos to every single one of our, our leadership members and beyond our members too but the leadership has just stepped up just in ridiculous ways to make sure that people are still feeling connected still feeling together uh, still um, you know united as it were Uh, so all of our leadership every single one of them uh, all of our committee chairs and they've just really just been phenomenal and it's not about them and they all like they all know that it's not about us and we all know that you know it's about all of us as a community together and and everybody's just working hard together to make everything as good as it can be in this weird time you know
0: yeah. Yeah. And uh, just the work that everyone has been doing, it seems like almost double time that they, they, they're putting in almost more effort than, than we would have during the uh, regular season, yeah. uh, just because it's such a weird situation that we're in that everyone's putting in that extra for this and we i mean i absolutely love every single one of them and everyone in the curse too everyone that's participating in helping local businesses uh helping local restaurants helping star bros yeah. uh we've been putting out a lot of things and people have just been receptive to it and and it's just good to good to see good to feel
1: well and that's the thing you know it's it's with Jerry was asking when we were in between segments here, uh, kind of about uh, some of the stuff we're doing the curse activities for this week, uh, and there's stuff every single day now. It's the cr- hashtag Curse at Home, um, and I curse everywhere, so I curse at home all the time. Um, but uh, every single one of the members of leadership has just. Put their heart into making this awesome in their own individual way Um, you know we have something every day of the week um, and each person is assigned to something they are knocking something out of the park every single one of them right now you know Brianna is doing a lot of stuff to help our local businesses and local restaurants and and I can't tell you how much stuff Lindsay has done as far as Branding and as far as getting stuff together and Jake has worked really hard to, to get our, uh, yep. tip jar Thursdays together and to work with our community partners. And, and I could just, I could go one by one. You know, Billy's done an absolutely fantastic job of continuing to keep people motivated mm-hmm. and continuing to work on these chants and get things ready for match day because match day is coming and nobody knows that more than Billy does right now. He's working hard to make sure that once that does come, whenever it may be, we are ready to go. Uh, so there's just a lot of really awesome people doing a lot Of really awesome work right now, and I am honored to be alongside them.
0: Yep. So, are you able to tell us anything? At all about what's coming up?
1: Oh, about like events and stuff.
0: Events and stuff,
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, as as I mentioned, we have stuff every single day of uh, of the week. So uh, on the weekends, uh, we've got uh, athletic stuff. Uh, so that's a that's a very vague, intentionally so term. So it's going to be uh, kind of our ways to stay in shape because we're all stuck in our houses. Uh, so we will come up um, each week with some sort of exercise, some sort of way for us to work out together some for some sort of way for us to stay at least mildly in shape because I wasn't in shape before this thing started um, but uh, but something to that effect so that will be on whatever day New Mexico United is not um, is not doing their live stream so they're gonna be live streaming matches uh, from the last season which I think is really awesome and when that happens when we're doing that live stream um, we're gonna have a place that we support locally. Um, That's really cool, we've done that twice so far and I think it's just been really great. The first time we supported um, Star Brothers Brewing, Uh, we encourage everybody to go out there, uh, get your to-go meal, bring it home, we all watch the match together, it's super duper awesome. Um, We support a local business uh, and in addition to that, we get to watch a match, so I mean, with the exception of actually being at the match, I don't know if you can do much better than that, I think that's wonderful. and then, as I said the other day, will be uh, will be the the live stream. Um, I'm trying to find it right here. Hold on, give me a second. Uh, Mondays. Uh, ba, 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 ba. I'm gonna pull it up. Hold on. I swear. So
0: I we were able to uh, also get. Um Matucci's th- this past That was week the second in, day. Yeah. And, uh, that was incredible. And what we liked about that is there's locations all around, uh, Albuquerque, both sides of the river. So I think that's something going forward. We're going to try to do is give you more options on more sides of town and kind of spread out the love a little bit. Like we did with uh, Taco Tuesday, we kind of put, gave you, uh, 10 options that you could go get some tacos at and a, uh, recipe for you to, to do at home. Yes. Uh, thanks to Brianna with that too. That was really cool. Uh, but we're able to try to just like get everyone involved, get everyone together. It's Taco Tuesday. Let's let's either support a business, let's just share a meal with each other. Yeah. Um, and if you're able to log on and and eat with someone, do that. If you could share your pictures of your meal, your tacos with us, that'd be awesome. Yeah, um, share your taco. I think was going to be the hashtag, but <laughs> when we looked it up, it was it was a little something else. But. <laughs>
1: Um, so, I found I found the schedule. So, Monday is uh, Meme Monday Challenge and uh, Cursitos Activity of the Week. So, we'll have something with the Cursitos every Monday, and we'll have a meme, um, a theme. So, this past week, it was, uh, because it was National Dog Day, uh, something to do with your dog. So, do that. Um, so, those are Mondays. Tuesdays, as you mentioned, RJ, Taco Tuesday. Um, you know, either support a local place uh, or... Um, Use the recipe. Share uh, share a picture of your food. Um, Wednesday is the Curse Catch, Curse Cast, and Where's Lou, which we already talked about. Thursday is Tip Jar Thursdays, which I really really like and I'm really excited about. Um, that's going to be we're going to stream a local artist right here on the Twitch stream. Um, it could be a musical artist, it could be a Paint artist, it could be something else. Um, and we will have an opportunity for you, if you want, uh, to leave a tip for them because local artists are struggling just as much as local businesses are, if not more. Um, you know, they don't have the opportunity to do a lot of the things that they normally would do because of this virus. So we're trying to help out local artists in addition to local businesses. So I think that'll be really cool. Um, we'll announce who that's going to be here in just a little bit. Um, Friday is, uh, wave your flag Fridays. That'll be fun for the kids. You know, show us some cool way that you are showing off your New Mexico united Pride um, And then it's also FIFA Fridays um, And it's not going to be just FIFA We want to live stream some sort of uh, game It could be FIFA It could be the league's doing Rocket League now uh, It could be somebody painting something we have friends who paint uh, Benny Um, you know something like that and then we already mentioned what Saturday and Sundays will be so long answer Jerry that's kind of what we're planning activities wise it's a lot Uh, hashtag curse at home because it's a lot of fucking work (laughs) but it's fun (laughs) but it's fun
0: it is fun it's and it's a way that we're giving back again Um, so uh, looking at the chat there's a few things going on in the chat Uh, Laney asked how we're holding up I I think we're doing pretty good uh, (laughs) considering
1: yeah I think we're doing all right it's 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 weird and it's scary for everybody and we hope everybody's holding up we love you guys
0: but we're here too we're here if you need us uh just, you know never hesitate to reach out to us um anyone put uh little miss uh our, my little needle uh <laughs> But uh, anyone put chalk out on their driveway to encourage their neighbors. Um, I took CC out for a walk. We went on a, I think it was a three mile walk the other day, nice. uh, down the trail and every 10 feet, there was some sort of encouraging something with chalk and it was really cool. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was
1: awesome to see. That's really cool. That's really cool. I love to see that. People encouraging people. You know, there are ways to show that we're still humans and we're still here and we're still helping each other, even if we can't be there physically for one another, you know? Um, question here from Billy says When we play forward Madison, would you want that game home or away in some awesome open cup future? This is a good question. I don't know my answer to That's that. A good what question.
0: do you think? I, I, I do. Uh, it, it depends on when it is. Okay. So if it's, it's it's in the spring or fall, I'd rather have it here in Albuquerque where the weather's great. If it's, you know, middle of summer, I'd rather go up to Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. So for me, um <clears throat> selfishly I want the game at the lab because we're going to oh, uh, yeah. let's put put it in front of 15,000 of our fans that's going to be a lot of fun but there's also part of me that thinks man I've never been to Wisconsin it's one of the few states I've never been to Um, the people that we've met the forward Madison fans that we've met are really great nice people Um, I'd like to meet a lot more of them and I think we'd have the opportunity to meet more of them if it was on the road but if I if you're making me pick I'm going to say home I want I want the match at home Um let's Fots. This is what
0: Chingo on Record said. And that's how Daniel Bruce would say farts is (laughs) fots. (laughs)
1: Great. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't earlier. ask him to say that.
0: <laughs> I wish we would have. Oh. like, can you just give us a liner and, and just say thoughts in it somehow? Rob Arlo. You're listening to the Curse Cast, and
1: these guys are just a bunch of thoughts. Rob Arlo just gave us a follow. Thank you, Rob, for the follow. If you get a chance, hit that heart button. That's the follow above the stream. Uh, and if you hit the bell, it'll give you notifications when we go live. Uh, bu- 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 Gentle Ben says, long live the curse. Wholeheartedly agree, bro. Uh, David says, hey, guys how can we give shout outs to our favorite local restaurants who are doing takeout all right rj you pick one i'll pick one uh
0: so he, i told him to lay it on us to give us a couple of his oh okay uh, which which was uh, Tully's italian deli uh-huh. uh nexus blue smokehouse and avara winery
1: okay ooh really to go i like that yeah. yeah um so i uh i've been trying to support star brothers as much as possible just cuz upper 90 thank you for giving us fall that's jerry um Columbus, Ohio, that's my mom. Hi, Mom. Thanks for following. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio loves the curse. Um, but no, so I've been trying to support Star as much as possible because they've been our biggest supporters from day one. So I've gone there a couple times, mm-hmm. and that's obviously always great. I have a growler uh, in the fridge right now. Um, but the other day, we went to Matucci's for the match um, when we did the the live stream. The one, As you mentioned, RJ, the one we were supporting was Matucci's, so I went there. I called in my order, ordered a pizza, which was wonderful. Um, And the guy who I talked to upsold me on some bread. I was like, sure, I'll get a loaf of bread. They're kind of hard to find right now um, because everything's kind of crazy. Their bread is so good. It's so good. Have you? You've had it. I know you got some the other day, right?
0: Yeah, we got some and it did not last 24 hours.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely Uh, fantastic. We used uh, we used ours. Just for toast, we used ours for sandwiches and we used it for French toast, which is really Oh good. nice. Really, Nicely really good. Hi- highly recommended. Uh Upper Ninety says Restoration Pizza needs to be on the list. Uh that's is that is that Albuquerque or Santa Fe? I thought do they have a Santa Fe location? they
0: might i don't know
1: i have i don't know I one, so we're gonna have to
0: ch- ch- check that one out um i i have to double down on star though I, i've been yeah. we've gone there at least once or twice a week since uh, all this has started uh it feels like it's been a couple months uh but yeah star i'm gonna double down on star uh i had pizza nine you had pizza nine the other day i did and then i had to have it because you mentioned it and, and that's a local business um really enjoyed the pizza you made a comment that i'm gonna claim oh god you i'm gonna say it uh, no, you're to say it, pizza so you're, gonna, nine, you're gonna get me hate
1: mail hate mail uh, no I'll,
0: I'll i'll claim it i think this yeah but this you just said thought. i said it
1: so now people know i said it <laughs> go ahead go uh, well, ahead it, get us both in a, trouble
0: it's it's a bold statement but i think it's true everyone knows it's true uh, that that if you compare it to another local popular pizza place in town pizza nine is better
1: He's talking about Dion's. And I like Dion's. Let me just say that I like Dion's, but I, Pizza Nine like is Dion. Pizza Nine is better. I agree with you.
0: It, it is it's so much so much better. Well, I mean, if you're going to get a salad then it's a different story, you know. You get a salad from from Dion's. Well, here's or where, where sub, you here's where you and I disagree.
1: We disagreed. I do love Dion's subs, but you and I disagreed. I really like Dion's ranch. You aren't. It's just Hidden family. Valley. No, it's, it's a I Hidden like, Valley Ranch. I like their ranch. I really like their ranch. And the green chili ranch is mwah. That's really good. It's really it's good. it's
0: good. I'll give him that. The green chili ranch is good. But again, it's Hidden Valley with green chili in it. Green chili, you can put green chili on anything and make it better.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's true. Uh, they do. The, uh, Tyler says uh, pizza 9 is the best meat lovers I've ever had. To be honest, I, that's what I got. Their meat lovers is just. Phenomenal Out of this world Um, Tyler had asked earlier And we accidentally skipped it What are you guys drinking During this quarantine Local question mark That is uh, The answer to the the local question Is always yes Give me one second I'll be right back Phil, RJ, Phil
0: yeah, uh, so for me, local is is the only option anymore. Uh, I used to be a big, uh, like, dosekis Corona kind of guy. Well, if I'm standing in a parking lot drinking with my friends, but since we've started doing The Curse and doing all this, uh, p- promoting local heavy, uh, definitely have had more local beers, uh, and now it's it's only local beers.
1: All right, so... There you go, foggy monocle. Uh, I'm gonna need to get a mm. refill soon. This one's empty. I have another one that's getting close to empty, so I'm gonna have to go back over to Star and get some more. This is what I've been drinking more than anything. Um, yeah, always local. Always local. Love, love supporting the local guys whenever possible. Even before this, always was always supporting local. So. My
0: favorite beer is Starbros Brown Chicken Brown Cow. And like it's, not just it's, local, period. No, not local, period. Just favorite beer. Like yeah. it's delicious. It's a great beer. Um, Kelly's Brew Pub used to have a brown ale that they had. That was that was my favorite. They stopped making that, and I was kind of devastated because it's it's really hard to find a brown ale. And uh, Starbros,
1: they you know, who they does really do good brown all. ale is uh, Thirsty Eye. Thirsty Eye Brewing. Uh, Wes, his that's his family's business. Wesley Torres, uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's a church member, great guy. Um, they've got a really great brown ale over there. Highly recommend it.
0: I'm gonna try that because uh, right now there's no brown chicken, brown cow, and and I'm lost.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a seasonal one, uh, just like my uh, my Zombies in the Manger is, and we don't have them right now. Alright, so I have never had Restoration Pizza. I've seen a lot of people talking about it in the chat. Uh, I've never had it. Yeah, me neither. I need I, to check me it me out. Either. And yeah. it uh, seems like it's a local place, so uh, Mario's I have had. Mario's is very good. Yes,
0: um, yes. I like I like everything else there, too. They, they make great food. Uh, I don't think their pizza is, is the best, but their, Who's their that? food Mario's? is incredible. Mario's, yeah.
1: Oh, I like their pizza. I enjoy it.
0: Their pizza's okay, but, I mean, if you're gonna get something from there go get a pasta or something that's incredible sure sure uh old town pizza parlor too um never had that i have never had that and i i it's always popping up on like grubhub or something and, and it's very popular i just haven't had any
1: All right. Uh, Gentle Ben says, happy to see the breweries are still considered essential, as they always shall be essential. Uh, Restoration was started by Bosque. Oh, that's good. Didn't know that. I like Bosque. Bosque's great. Restoration has cauliflower crust. Uh, I'm good with regular crust.
0: Yeah. I mean, give me the bread. Yeah. Give me the bread.
1: Okay. Um, RJ. This was just a segment of just talking about local beer and local food, which I am all for. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, is there anything else we want to let the people know before we sign off for the evening?
0: Um, I don't have anything. Do I have anything? I don't I've so. I, I now got... Beer on the mind so I have to go downstairs And have one of those yeah. but, uh, I think we're good I think I'm excited That we were able to do this I, I, we're gonna try to get These kinks worked out we're gonna figure this Out and we will get a Curse cast that sounds as good as the radio Version
1: hope so that would be really great um, And then uh, Stay tuned I think probably first thing Tomorrow morning uh, we're going to Announce uh, who our local artist Will be uh, for the tip jar Thursday so tip jar Thursday will be tomorrow night I believe at 7 o'clock uh, we will have a local artist here live on stream. Uh, it's going to be a musical artist. Um, and we will have a link where you can tip them if you would like. Um, again, nobody's required to, but we just really think it would be awesome. We want to try and support as many local things as we can during this time. That means local businesses. And it also mean it also means local artists who may be struggling right now too. So if you get the chance tomorrow, join us, uh, probably seven o'clock right here on the stream. Um, and we will, uh, we'll be doing, uh, tip jar thursday
0: and uh before i forget just remember that the curse cast is part of the BGN network, BGN. FM home of several USL MLS premier leagues podcasts. Yeah.
1: Oh, and uh, if you guys have ideas for which restaurant we should support for this weekend's uh, live stream of the new Mexico United match, go ahead and put them in chat. We'll leave the, uh, the stream running for a minute or two after we end here. And we'll take those, uh, take those into consideration and try and find some places we can help support some local spots. So thank you guys. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. All of you uh, who said hello, who, had ideas in the chat or who are just lurking We love you all equally um, And we will talk to you soon Until then RJ, Somos Unidos We are united
0: For the taking The earth is shaking From that groovy quaking Coming out of this guitar And, and the beat goes on And on and on From day